0: Rated E for everyone, 10 and up
1: This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Jake Yandel Who support the show on a monthly basis Join the club and get 20 plus minutes of patron only bonus content Sign up today at patreon.com that story show This is Caleb from the Not Scholars Podcast And you're listening to That Story Show Hey! That story show, people. Allelu- <laughs> hey, he was cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I <laughs>
2: <I'm a> <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, podcast people! This is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. It's episode three fifty three, brought to you the week of August twenty seventh, twenty twenty. I'm your ecstatic host, James Kinnison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> hey, I'm John and uh, <laughs> I am I on the right show? <laughs> I was challenged in the chat room to do the intro really chill and sleepy so chill and so i was i was trying to be realistic instead of podcast voice guy
2: so i th- i thought you were making fun of my new uh, my new podcast you know for oh
1: for for, for uh, stuff. calming and relaxing people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. speaking of which we do have a new sponsor it is john's uh new podcast that he's doing It's for putting people to sleep. You'd like to hear a clip from it? I would. Here, Here it goes. Here it goes. Here we go.
2: All right, all right, all right. You are listening to Chill. Welcome. Fart is a word in the English language most commonly used in references to flatulence. That can be used as a noun or a verb. The immediate roots are in the Middle English words Ferten, Fortan, and Farten, kin of the old high German word Fertzen. <laughs> Cognates are found in Old Norse, Slavic, and also Greek and Sanskrit. The word fart has been incorporated into the colloquial and technical speech of a number of occupations, including computing. It is often wow. considered unsuitable in formal situations as it may be considered vulgar or offensive. And that, my friends, is chill. <laughs> this moment of calm was brought to you by Wikipedia. For more interesting facts about things and other crap, go visit Wikipedia. I'm sure everything's accurate there. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's really terrible. Well, now that I've destroyed the show for you, uh, what do you say? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was, yeah, that it was awesome.
1: It was awesome.
2: <laughs> I would not subscribe to that personally. I mean.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I think that it was great. It was comedy gold. And. I would listen to it when I was trying to fall asleep. I would just find okay. myself laughing while I was trying yeah. to fall asleep, which would be laughing
2: to sleep,
1: which would be counterproductive. You can't mm-hmm. laugh and fall asleep at the same time.
2: I don't know. I've never tried it. I've, I'd like I, to. I
1: don't know that it's possible. You know, I don't know. Maybe when you were a child. You could do that. You could be laughing and then just drifting off. I've seen kids trying to eat ice cream cones <laughs> yeah. and sleeping, yeah. you know.
2: Th- that's another exciting thing that you usually wouldn't think that would intermingle with falling asleep, you know, ice yeah. cream cone eating.
1: But, uh, yeah, th- a lot of people think John's voice is, is really uh, really soothing. And it, so it, I, Today, it, wow. I would like to go for a soothing voice as well. Yeah.
2: I'm your you're soothing me, James. I I'm at ease right now. If we, this this were a job interview, I wouldn't. I would. I would do great.
1: I I've gone back and listened to the podcast, and your voice just has a resonance to it that that just speaks out beyond your normal voice. Like when when I'm with you in real life, you're not as calming as you come across on the air. <laughs> is I don't that know. Right? I don't know what it is. Yeah, because huh. cause you don't want to be calming in real life because people would start yawning around you and kind of slipping off into slumberland there. Oh, but I, I don't think I'd mind that actually. But on uh, the on the air, okay. your your voice just has this this bassiness and, and it's great. Mm. So hopefully, I can uh, I can do the same thing. I'll get really close to the microphone and all right. I'll bring home the uh, soothing bacon tonight. All right. All right. We have an opening story, as we always do. It's called Fresh Hot Salad by Jonathan in Indianapolis, Indiana. He said, I found your show through the Babylon B crossover event. I can't do it anymore. I wanted to <laughs> share my story with you guys. <laughs> I'm an LTL truck driver. That means less than a truckload. And I pick up and deliver all kinds of things every day, going to all kinds of different places from giant rainbow poo plushies to battery acid. So he he, oh. he does it all. And those are the two extremes. Soft, fuzzy, poo plushies and battery acid. I'd say th- acid. things are pretty close together on the I'd spectrum. I'd mix them
2: together. Yeah. Just on accident, of course.
1: Just to see what would happen. My, yeah. tr- my trailer could have anything in it. But every once in a while, I will haul food supplies like cinnamon and it will smell amazing back there. So more often than not, the trailer smells like straight up funk and B.O. He's just, (laughs) just being honest. Uh, One day I was making a pickup and the guy who was loading me backs out of my trailer and says, your trailer smells great. And I racked my (laughs) brain to try to remember what could possibly smell good in there. But I could only remember the trailer from the day before smelling like maple syrup. So I started to wonder maybe, maybe if like Ethan Nicole, I'd been beefing it up or something major at the last stop, you know, (laughs) pumping it full of gas or something. Maybe this guy was smelling like pizza. Maybe I'd have my own story to share. So with a slight grin, I said to him, really, what's it smell like? (laughs) What's it smell like, buddy? Yeah. Make my day. He paused and he looked upward because he was trying to think really hard about placing the smell and all the time I'm thinking in my head say pizza please say pizza <laughs> <laughs> After a moment he figured it out and he announced, "Well, it smells like a fresh salad bar."
2: Oh. <laughs> I wonder if Jonathan's a vegan. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I didn't know what else to say. He said, "Who would?" I think I responded with something like well, that's better than normal. I, I just <laughs> delivered at a produce warehouse, so the answer actually made sense. Mm. It just seems so funny and maybe weird that someone would think that a, sma- a salad bar smells great. Mmm, great. It's great in the first place, and that they would uh, then announce that to someone <laughs> in the second. Hey, hey, I gotta tell you, man, your trailer it's smells great. smells so great, I want to share it with you. I want to tell you about it. I really enjoy listening to your show, and I find your reactions to the story, stories to be what keeps bringing me back. Jonathan wow. in Indianapolis, Indiana. Well, let me give you a reaction to this one. Whoa! <laughs> there. Now he's back. He was leaving, and he heard that, and he's like, I'm back that's now. That's
2: a good reaction.
1: Whoa! That's, that's good. Yeah, I didn't, whoa. I didn't give it my all on that second Whoa. But yeah, tray. I never thought about trucks smelling like things. You know? Yeah, it's like I, I, I mean, it, would, it makes sense. It's the it's like the truck's back end, and it just smells like whatever was in it last. I suppose. <laughs> I wonder what a truckload of poo emoji smells like. Oh man.
2: <laughs> like fresh new couches.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: or beanbag chairs, like
1: rubber mats, or something. I don't know.
2: Ooh, emojis.
1: I, don't, I, don't I wonder even, what a truck
2: full of iPhones smells like.
1: That, that's a good question.
2: That would be an interesting smell, maybe. I think... Do I think they send them in trucks?
1: I don't know. I don't know, because there's, so there's so much that could go wrong in a truck full yeah. of iPhones. I've never seen them spill out on the highway. You know how Ooh. every now and then trucks will drop their loads on a highway. I think iPhones yeah. come in through a... Uh, a network of pipes.
2: Yeah, I think that's right. Like, it's it's kind of like uh, teleported, right?
1: Yeah, just sh- you know, shot through canisters with air like at a bank, you know, yep. just that's how they that's how they make it in. But uh anyway, let's do uh some weekly rewinding here. Okay. All right, so um my day has been terrible. I, I know, I know it's, it's not been good. And so I wanted to share it with you guys, but I want to share it in the voice of a middle schooler. If I could, we, okay. we haven't had a lot of middle school stories recently. I mean, we have middle schoolers who send in stories, but it seems like all of the kids that used to send us the terrible ones, you know, have all grown yeah. up or they've left yeah. or they've left the show. Maybe we, or if, they've yeah, learned how to write. Yeah, maybe so. So anyway, um, okay, so like today, I was minding my own business, and my wife said, hey, the wash machine's not working, and I was like, whoa, and so I went up to check it out, and sure enough, it was not working, so I pulled it away from the wall, and I unscrewed a hose, and whoops, it might have been the wrong one, possibly, but anyway, I checked it out and tried to (laughs) screw it back in, and I cross-threaded, lols, and then I couldn't get it back on right. (laughs) ha <laughs> ha! It was like oh. whoops! I broke the entire machine. There's a thousand dollars down the toilet. Lols. No. So. No. <laughs> yeah, and and I got really stressed out. Lols, and I went and laid in the bed. Lols, and I and I couldn't handle it, and my heart started beating hard <laughs> because I have anxiety. Lols. And then, um, long story short, I went back and I was able to straighten it out somehow, some by some miracle, and screw it in properly against all odds. Because here's the thing, is, yeah. L, LG, you know, LG washers, I just have yeah. have a bone to pick. Um, okay, because what this was is, you know, the hose connects to the water intake port on the back of right. the of the washer. Right. And the Just hose the house. is made of metal. But, yes. the, but like the braided
2: metal. The braided braided yeah, fiber metal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But the, the the most important part is the screw on part is made right, of metal. Right.
2: That's metal. Right. Gotcha. But
1: the but the thing you're screwing it on is this soft plastic. Right. And it should be made of brass or metal or or something. But no, it's soft plastic and it's crap. And it cross-threaded like crazy, and water was spraying everywhere. But I finally did get it on lulls, and uh, I got it squared away, and I fixed the washer. The problem was that there was no cold water coming out at all. And and when I took off the cold water hose, after I'd fixed the hot water hose, um, there was like an inch of sand in there. Like there's a filter and it built up all this sand. I don't know. St. Louis water system. I suppose is just traveling through the water system is sand. So anyway, I I started in a middle school voice, but I'm just ending it in a really, really ticked (laughs) off. My day's been pretty rough voice. Um,
2: St. Louis sand water.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is, but man, it was, there was no cold water able to enter this machine. And I fixed it. I but I, I broke it first, but then I fixed it. So there's my weekly update. It's full of hilarity and fun, and that's what you tune in for. So hope you had a good time with that. Hope you enjoyed my telling of that story. Yeah,
2: do it. Yeah. I'm glad it. I'm glad you were able to fix it. I mean, that's
1: it was a big cause... deal because I had called a repair shop and everything, and they weren't going to be out till September seventh. Whoa! And, yeah, and it's like, dude, my underwear are gonna be Dookie filled by then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna have any do- <laughs> underwear by
1: then. I have to wear them inside out, and then Yikes. and then inside out again, and it just it just be uncomfortable once the 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 buildup starts cracking and uh, flaking off inside my drawers. So anyway.
2: Well, I, I'm glad that you don't have to deal with that. John
1: was speechless.
2: I, I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to respond.
1: It's okay.
2: I mean, maybe, maybe that threshold has been crossed in me where I, I think that that's a gross, disgusting story. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what happened there.
1: Yeah, Mr. Fart Boy found, found the line in the sand that he's not going to cross right there. All right, what do you got, Mister? that Dookie. <laughs> you just a, you don't think Dookie's funny?
2: No, yeah, farts <laughs> are funny, but Dookie is not. That's not that's juvenile
1: right there. Yeah,
2: no, actually, that's that's one of my preferred words that I never use for poo is Dookie. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what do you what what did you have happen this week? Let's rewind your yeah. week.
2: <laughs> it's going to be really short.
1: Okay. I just had a lot of
2: nothing happen.
1: Oh, how's that? That's a lot better than mine, I'll be honest with you. If you want to just put <laughs> put them up on a stand and and judge them like a couple of dogs at a dog show, yours would win first prize because nothing is a whole lot better than the crap I brought today. So
2: mm. <laughs> Well, speaking of nothing, I guess something did happen. This I was in the principal's office and I was talking somebody mentioned something about hair. And uh somebody said, Hey, you look like Sinead O'Connor. And I said, to Hey? You? Nothing comp yeah, said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did I have my face mask on? I can't remember if somebody said, I didn't know who you were, you had face mask on, whatever. And and I said to, I said back to him, I said, Hey, nothing compares to you.
1: Oh <laughs>
2: I hope he was singing that song for the rest of the day too.
1: Nothing compares. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to you, compares me. to you. Yeah. It's in, my, <laughs> it's in my head now. Thanks.
2: I'm going to listen to it on Spotify when we hang up.
1: Yeah. Anyway, let's do some listener email. Hey guys, love your show. I listened when I was in high school back when you first started, probably started oh. listening to your show less than, uh, when it was less than 20 episodes. Wow. Whoa. And I listened until a, a little after David left and I got distracted by other things. Now I'm catching up though. In the last few weeks, I have picked up uh, on where I left off, and I'm now in the 240s. Soon, I hope to share a few short things from my life that would be funny. Glad you guys are still having fun uh, sharing with the world. Wish you the best, Shelby uh, Stites from Vancouver, Washington. Isn't that awesome? Well, that, that is awesome. Somebody, you know, listened in the early days, kind of drifted away from us said hey what are those guys up to and and then they found us and they found us on today today of all days wow that's really cool um and sorry yeah sorry guys sorry that <laughs> this is the show um darla barnes from des moines says hi i'm a new nobody from iowa and i love the podcast i've been driving for over 35 years and i can count on two fingers the number of times i've had to pull over because I didn't want to endanger the lives of other drivers while I was in a state of hysterics. The first was the moment the Chicago Cubs won the first or the World Series. The second was listening to your episode called The Torture Chamber. That was an early one there. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I was on the freeway, and I had to take the next exit, pull over, laugh, and laugh again and again, then change my tear-soaked face mask before getting on with my day. Thank you for the daily dose of laughter while we're all learning to navigate these murky waters. Darla Barnes from Des Moines. So wow. thank you. Wow. Good stuff.
2: Wow. Well, that, she's been driving for 35 years?
1: 35 years. Only pulled over the side twice.
2: Wow. And, and we're and one of them. That, well, I'm just thinking that's a long way to drive.
1: Yeah, it's true.
2: wonder where she's going.
1: I don't know if there's a road that long. But yeah, I hope she
2: makes it. <laughs> <I hope laughs> She's she, on like a loop around the interstate I hope She finds the,
1: her uh, destination. Yeah. Hope she has family to come home to. Um th- thanks patrons. By the way, we have a new patron. His name's Wayne Harmon and he just be- became a patron an annual patron. So we thank you for that. If you if you've been thinking about becoming a patron and you're like I don't want to give a month. I want to give a one-time gift. Well become an Once. annual patron. And, and, and wow. pay just one time for the whole year. It's, That's it's awesome. awesome. So, yeah, go to uh, patreon.com slash show for more information. Um, well, thanks, Wayne. Yeah. Uh, let's do a featured story. Ooh. Let me tell y'all a story. Let me tell y'all a story. All right, here it is, the featured story. That was a weekly update. Um, I like to call this story the potty. The potty? Yeah. And I want to start by saying that in no way is the child that I'm going to be talking about, um, is, in no way was he abnormal or um, or special in any, any way. The kid that I'm going to feature in my story was just as normal and and level-headed and and uh just he he was the story wouldn't be funny if he was special needs basically is what i'm saying but it's uh he he was a normal kid Uh, we were at at dinner my wife and i and it was a very nice dinner place that we were having dinner at for my birthday and lucky yeah yeah it was a nice place but we were seated next to this table of loud people And and so it was very hard to have a conversation because they were being loud the entire time. Everybody around the table was being loud except for the son, who looked to be about 10 or 11 years old. And he was only being quiet because his parents had drugged him with an iPhone and some headphones. Ah, Gotcha. Right. So he had had a phone and he was fine and he didn't care that it was taking them two hours to tell the story of how they met. And, which I won't, I won't bore all of you with, even though I heard the entire thing in extreme detail. <laughs> um, all I will say is this: is is there came a point when his phone ran out of batteries, and so he Uh-oh. tells his mom, "Mom, it's time to go." Uh, you know, because <laughs> the phone's out of batteries, and they made it. They made a laugh out of that. You know, ha ha ha. I guess it is time for us to go. We've run. You know, the babysitter's dead, so. We got to go. And so they're getting up from the table and the dad putting on his mask looks at his son and says, son, do you need to go to the potty? And I looked at my wife and we kind of locked eyes and were like mouthing the word potty for real. The kid is like 11 years old. <laughs> no, no <laughs> Travis, do you need to go to the potty? And I couldn't hear what Travis said, but apparently it was yes. He did not need need to go to the potty. So they, yes, w- they went on about their business toward the front of the restaurant, past the restrooms. I thought that's the end of the story. That's a weekly update. You know, that's good enough. But then my wife says, I need to be excused. So she goes to the bathroom and she comes back and she says, James, the weirdest thing ever just happened. She said, I was, I walked in there and the lady the kid's mom is sitting in this seating area that's right before the toilets. And she said, I went into my stall and I sat down and there's a pair of sneakers in the next aisle. The next, uh, you know. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, that, wait. B-
1: that boy was in the women's restroom going to the bathroom, sitting uh-huh. down. He was going, that's why they said, we you you need to go potty because that is how you would go potty at eleven yeah. years old is if you went with your mom into oh. the bathroom and she waited on you to come out because you don't wow. go potty with your dad ever. No, no, you don't. No, go, you go to the no. bathroom. You do a lot of things. You go see a man dad, about a you mule. Need to use the crapper. Yeah. But you got to go take a dump or something. But um, no. So this is what happened. And that's why they said it the way they did. Because he needed to go to the potty. He needed to go to the bathroom with his mom. Full grown boy in the toilet. Full grown boy has no special unique needs. Nope. Totally normal. No explanation other than he was an only child and the baby of the family. And they just haven't gotten past that point he's been going uh, in there with his mom since he was five you know and i think oh that's goodness. too old so yeah anyway the mom
2: didn't like warn you know hey i've got a almost no. an adult son using the bathroom no, in there
1: no, um, no 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 just normal it's normal for us so it's normal for you you know ah uh, uh, that's so awkward it's really awkward going potty So if you ever hear somebody ask somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, are you going to go potty uh, instead of saying, hey, man, you need to whiz or you need to go to the bathroom or you you need to take care Mm -hmm. of anything before we go. um, That's what that means. It means going to the bathroom with your mom. So um, don't go potty, adults. Just go to the bathroom. So that was my story. It was the weirdest thing ever.
2: That's wild. So, you know, St. Louis, not only are they known for dirt and their, uh, their waters, apparently there's yeah. a, a whole colony of potty users.
1: <laughs> need to go to the potty son. Yeah. I need to go to the bathroom with my mom. Absolutely. It's what I need to do. So, you know, that's weird. yeah, yeah, that's why, that's why I had to tell you, I had to verify that the kid was normal. I mean, he's not normal, obviously, <laughs> I mean, but he, 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 he didn't have any special needs that required that. And even if he did, even if he did, dad could have taken care of it. You know? Yeah. Dad. That's, that's the on, whole step thing. Up. Step up. But anyway.
3: Well, I don't take my children to the bathroom. I uh, let my wife take them to the potty.
1: I haven't okay. quite finished my story yet. I'm still telling it as we're leaving yes. the restaurant. So
3: I know but, you want to leave, but everybody listen. This is a great story. It's
1: great. I'm a chiropractor. And I'm great and awesome. <laughs> he was. He, I don't know how many times he had to say he was a chiropractor, <laughs> but he said it a lot. In
3: my chiropractic business where I adjust people's backs and stuff. I
1: wanted to go to chiropractic school. And so therefore, blah, 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 blah. And chiropractic and blah, blah, blah. am like, okay, we get it. It's like, why do you have to talk loud as well as be obnoxious? Like nobody I want people to
3: know I'm a chiropractor.
1: Nobody wants to know, hear your story at your table. You know, mm-hmm. nobody mm-hmm. at your table mm-hmm. wants to hear you. And everybody does, man. Everybody, Come on. everybody must hear your story.
3: Have I told you I'm a chiropractor? Hmm? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I Adjust people's backs.
1: It, it awesome. definitely solidified in my mind the role of a chiropractor in my life, which is none, <laughs> and never will be, because if they're all like him, oh my gosh. And you let your son go to the potty. It's a
3: normal thing, man. Just lay off. It's
1: just, oh, it's not normal. Let's do some listener stories. Maybe we could pull this episode out of its <laughs> own butt.
0: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.
1: Here we go. All right, this one's called Crappy Childhood. It's from Scott from Oregon. Hey, James and John, here's a story for you, especially John. Oh goody! Yeah, when I was young, I attended a For those, that, yes. yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's a midweek program for boys and girls that churches put on and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Like I used learn to learn verses and yeah, stuff like that. I used to be involved with an A thing. They have a lot of fun games and they rotate and do different activities and it's pretty cool. So anyway, um, yeah. this night in particular was regrettable, he says, because you see. I was around five, and when I was five, I had trouble with, shall we say, getting to the bathroom when I needed to. Uh, I was always much too concerned with what I was doing to want to pause to take care of business, which resulted in me going, doing the potty dance and then occasionally being too late to the restroom, and yes, I mean for number two as well. All right. Yeah, okay. I can relate with that. He's put himself out there. He's put himself out there. He
2: He didn't go to the potty though. He, he went to the bathroom. Did you notice how he used
1: restroom? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's because he's a grown man. My mom didn't
2: come
3: with
1: me. Yeah. I was in, I was the kid that pooped his pants. Okay. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) He says, I was embarrassed and ashamed of it, but I couldn't seem to go when I needed to go. Anyway, this one night at Awana, it happened again. I was too busy trying to have fun with a game. I ignored the warning signs, and yet again I proceeded to poop myself. I don't know how that's possible. (laughs) Yet again, (laughs) yet again, here it goes, bloop. You know it's going to
3: happen. I know it's inevitable.
1: I just can't imagine pooping standing up. I, I I just that is that is just such a weird idea. Anyway, I excused myself and I went to the hallway where the bathrooms were. And to this day, I still don't understand why, but instead of going to the boys room and cleaning myself up, I saw the little waste bin next to the drinking fountain outside the restroom doors. And I just reached into my pants and I grabbed a nice round excretion (laughs) and I dropped (laughs) it in the the freaking trash right there on top of everything else. And you know what I did then? I washed my hands (laughs) in the restroom and I went on my way (laughs) and I will never know why I thought it was acceptable to have a dumping ground instead of the toilet (laughs) Oh! since I went in the bathroom anyway to wash my hands. My only regret to this day is that I never got to see the look on the face of the poor guy that had to find my little deposit. (laughs) Oh no. Your story is terrible, Scott. Thank you for reading my story. (laughs) I've been a fan for a few years. Well, you thought you'd use it all up, huh? Since my wife first showed me the fresh hot pizza episode, but this is the first story I've said in, well, Scott, you oh. did a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real stinker. <laughs> uh, uh. oh. uh. Ah, yeah, ah,
2: well, well, you know, he was five or something. Isn't that what he I said? know, he was five? I know, but okay. still, you know, still, ah, uh, I'm just glad he didn't wash his hands in the water fountain. Okay, because that's where I was afraid uh, it was going to go. Hey, there's a trash can right next to the toilet, you know, toilet waste basket. I'm just going to wash my hands. It's just not
1: the way I would have dealt with the situation. I would have gone Mm. to the bathroom. I would have sat on the toilet and kind of dropped trowel (laughs) and let it just find its way out. My hands would not have come into contact with the fecal matter at all. Would, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm. I would have just juggled it there on the britches, on the underoos, <laughs> and let it kind of fall out in the, into the toilet like it's supposed to. Um, uh. And then I would I would wipe up, and then I would go on about my business, and uh, I would not reach in with my freaking bare hand and uh, grab it. But I'm not five either. so You know, I'm
2: not hungry for dinner. I haven't eaten yet. And That's I'm That's true. I'm on the not.
1: same same boat. I'm I'm yeah. I'm good. I'm Maybe good. this is a new weight loss
2: program. Thanks, Scott <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can I can shed a few pounds. Oh gosh. For real, Scott. Thanks for the story, but it was terrible.
2: Yeah. Was the worst. Ever. Well, you know what? I got a story right here that also comes from Oregon. Uh Oregon. How do you pronounce that? See, I've always been confused. Oregon. Oregon. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. I've heard it pronounced different ways, so I'm not. Well,
1: it's pretty much however they say it, you know, like where they're from. Like in Florida, everybody says Florida, and so that's what I know.
2: (laughs) Florida. Yeah, people say they they say say Florida, Florida. Like
1: they say no, they say Florida, like I said, Florida.
2: (laughs) I am from Orlando, Florida. Florida. So. (laughs) This this one comes to us uh, from Weston, from Gresham, Oregon. Oregon. (laughs) Oregon. (laughs) See, now I'm going to say it wrong. It's uh, Adults Not Adulting. Uh, Adults Not Adulting. My name is Weston, and I live in Gresham, Oregon, and I am 13. I've been listening for a while, but recently decided to start from the beginning, and it really helped. I had no idea what the Lucy thing was all about. So this story happened when I was five or six, so it's not really a middle school drama. But then again, it's your show, so knock yourselves out. Thanks, uh, Weston. Appreciate that. We will. Anyways, my family and I were at a pool party. I don't remember much about it, but I do remember it was a church pool party, and I was little. The pool was medium-sized. It had a hot tub and a diving board. About halfway through, many of the adults thought that they would... Uh, set their adulting aside he must, he must know that we really love that yeah
1: that yeah i don't think he does he hasn't listened enough
2: not he, what well, he said he did he, oh he, well maybe he's not to that episode yet yeah. anyways they, the adults had set their adulting aside to have some fun so they all decided to jump in at the same time to make a huge splash My my younger brother saw this and thought it would be a great idea too So, every time I went on the diving board, my brother, let's call him Lucifer, jumped off right behind me. The first couple times went great, except for the fact that I hated him doing this. Until this one jump. I had jumped off and the water, and was underwater, I was going to the surface when a sharp pain hit my forehead. I had no idea what it was until I reached the surface. It was quieter than it should have been at a pool party. I remembered the pain in my forehead, and I reached up to find a gaping hole in my forehead. Yum. Dun dun dun! I'm reading this exactly how it says, and it says dun dun dun. <laughs> oh no, I just gotta—I gotta, I gotta get, regain my composure because sometimes I get this—this uh, this empathy, you know—and uh. I, my like, my hands start to tingle when. People are in pain and my fingers are starting to get numb. Did I ever tell you that I used to pass out a lot? No. Okay. Yeah, I used to. I I'll tell you about that sometime. But anyways, it was one of those times where the pain doesn't really set in until you realize it. So I hadn't cried until I had touched my skull. I touched my skull.
1: He reached in there and just gave <sighs> it a little touch.
2: <laughs> and the pool was bloody all around me. Yum. Blood. And, and and I was pulled out of the pool because of the blood in the skull and the hole in my forehead. My parents called for an ambulance. <laughs> oh Jesus Or maybe or, or maybe to call in for an ER spot, but it took some time. So I was forced to sit on it on the side crying my eyes out hoping that my brain would stay inside of my skull. Eventually my parents drove us in their car to the emergency room. I was starting to get the cold sweats now. Um, what had ended up happening was that Lucifer's chin, his chin had hit my forehead mm. and I, I had to get <laughs> I had to get my forehead glued together. Yum. and now there's a permanent scar to remind me that adults should only adult. Uh, oh Gresham. Mm. I mean Weston, sorry, from Gresham. That's it's
1: too much. I don't, I don't Gr- like stories. John can't handle it. Can't. Eh. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a. How does my a way. chin slice itself into your forehead?
2: Maybe it just had a bony chin, and you know your your scalp your scalp skin is so tightly pulled across your head, anyways. That
1: because I've done little- this before. I was on a, I was on a blob, and I me and a friend were double blobbing, uh, this kid, and um, he was. <laughs> is that some sort of bullying? <laughs> we were double blobbing a <laughs> kid. No, it's, you know what a blob is, right? It's yeah. on, on a One lake. One of those lake things. Yeah. And and so we both jumped off at the same time to just give him this extra, you know, push off the thing. But I slid off the side and he came after me or, or he, I, I came after him and I hit my chin really, really, really hard on the top of his head to the oh, point wow. that I thought I had knocked him out. I reached down for him. To make sure he came to the surface because it was black, dark, oh. you know, under there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh he had no bruise, no scrape, no nothing. And uh it really racked me, but it was uh he was fine. So I hmm. don't know, man. Maybe maybe the teeth were involved in this story and he oh, just could, didn't know oh, it. That's
2: even worse. No, nah, I'm gonna say he just had a Lucifer had a really sharp chin.
1: Yeah. All right. Maybe it really was Lucifer and he has a little horn poking out mm. of there. Yeah. I don't know. That's
2: what it was. This his devil goatee.
1: Um, we seem to have a theme here about crapping. So um, this is <laughs> Autumn, Autumn from Washington writes. Uh, it's called Cave Crapper. Hi, James and John. I'm a pretty new listener to the show, but I already love your podcast. Uh, I found well, you nice. because I'm a Babylon Bee subscriber, so now I know your secret about Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> and that made me laugh harder than I had in a long time. Anyway, <laughs> there's one of my favorite stories from my unique family. When we were mm. younger, almost every summer, my parents would take my two brothers and me and visit my grandparents in Oregon. Oh, That's man. Another Look, Oregon story, too.
2: There's This is all happening with these Pacific Northwest folks are just there. They're herding com- over to com- them. coming
1: out of the woodwork here. Yeah. these grandparents are pretty amazing and super adventurous. So every visit, we would all visit the late the lava beds natural. Yeah, the lava beds National Monument, a mm. serious a series of natural underground caves and tunnels formed by magma flows. So, Liquid
2: hot magma.
1: Yeah, we would all put on our helmets, knee pads, and gloves. Take our flashlights and spend a whole day crawling through the caves. It was such a family tradition that we even had a little song about it, which sadly I don't remember. I'm sorry too. I would love to hear your little family song. That would have been awesome. I'm sure it was a masterpiece. But anyway, (laughs) one of the days at the caves, my older brother, who was twelve at the time, and my grandpa got separated from the rest of us. We had traveled through a network of caves that led out in a wide wilderness area, and the two of them were nowhere to be found. But a couple Mm. hours later, everyone eventually wound up back at the car and everything was okay. But I noticed my brother was kind of acting strange. Uh oh. Fast forward nine years later, and our family is sitting around with my grandparents, and my brother and his fiance are there. And we were reminiscing about the old days at the caves and the time some of us got lost. And my older brother seemed fuzzy about some of the details about him going missing, but he he wouldn't come out and say that he didn't remember it. So Hmm. he sent a text to our mom, and I looked over to her her shoulder to to read the text, and I discovered a carefully hidden secret kept for decades. The text contained only a pants emoji, a poop emoji, and a question mark. And my mom texted (laughs) back... Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> and that's how I discovered that my brother had crapped his pants tw- at 12 years old in the middle of the Lava Beds National Monument. Thanks for <laughs> yeah, reading. Little blow of his own. <laughs> Autumn from Washington, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, is this the time that i to poop <laughs> my pants? <laughs> Don't tell <laughs>
2: that one for my fiance, please.
1: I love that. I love that that he had to confirm. <laughs> like I, I it's I, a family I, secret. <laughs> <laughs> mom said yes. Oh, that's yes. so awesome that Autumn was looking over Mom's shoulder. <laughs> Only mothers should know stuff like that. Oh, it's man. true. That's the best. Mom, is this?
2: Hey, is, mom? Is that the story where I I was lost? Quote unquote.
1: Yeah, I, I know what happened. As soon as he pooped his pants, he, he got lost on purpose. He went hiding. He's like, they can never find me. If I could lose this idiot grandpa, I'd be alone.
2: Well, <laughs> these caves smell funny today. I don't understand. Uh, what is that? It must be some kind of fungus or
3: mold. All you got to oh, do, oh, from terrible. what
1: I hear, is just reach back there and grab it <laughs> and then just chunk it in the nearest trash what? can. That <laughs> it. I don't like this Mercy. show. This show's got too much poop in it. I'm just telling you right oh. now. All right, this one's better. This one's a good yeah, okay. a good one. Here we let's, go. Let's,
2: we're let's, gonna let Will Schultz redeem this. Okay? Yeah,
1: Will Schultz is writing to us. It's a sh- story called Jesus Heals Big Cats. So I yes. love the show. It helps my work shifts go by much faster. I've gone through the archives and I'm on episode 16 as I type this e- email to you guys. So I'm I'm a bit of I'm a bit backward. I'm in my first semester at my master's program at Campbellsville University, and I've had a bachelor's degree in biblical studies, and this story takes place my last semester of my bachelor's program. Oh, he said a bit of background, not not I'm backward. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> what he's talking about. Not weird, there's, there's nothing going on here that would be backward. You sound like a smart guy. So in a class called Studies in the Gospels, We were studying the miracles of Jesus in all four Gospels, and we had a small assignment to pick a miracle and talk about why it would have been significant enough for the biblical authors to include it. And I wanted to talk about Jesus and healing the man with leprosy because how Jesus goes against his culture and physically touched a man considered to be unclean. And when I speak about something, I'm pretty passionate about it. And I tend to speak faster than my mind can process. And my words get all messed up when I'm introducing the miracle. And instead of saying what I was supposed to say, in front of my professor and my entire class, I go, the miracle I chose to study is the time Jesus healed the leopards. And by the time I paused to process what had just come out of my mouth, my professor and my class busted out laughing And for the rest of the semester, the word leopard was directed at me in every class session. Hope you enjoyed my story, Will Schultz. I enjoyed Mm. your story, and I like to imagine what would have happened if Jesus really had healed the leopards. (laughs) I wonder how that went, James. How'd that go? It would go something like this. Hey, help me, help me, help me. Please help me. What is it, (laughs) my son? My leopards. There's like 10 of them, and they're all dying. Please, Jesus, please, will you touch them just with the hem of your garment and make them whole? Of course, I will. And then Jesus goes over and he walks past them and his shadow falls on them and he says, Leopards become well. And just about then, this happens <laughs> What did you do, Jesus? Oh no! The leopards are <laughs> killing us all! <laughs> ah! They needed their strength. So that's how it would have gone if Jesus had healed the leopards.
2: Mm. The leopards. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There you go. And then then a movie or TV show will become popular during some quarantine years later uh, where there's nothing and it's called The Leopard King.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. Is that, right? Is that right? right? That's right. No, it's Tiger, Tiger King. But you know, Tiger.
2: okay. Yeah. I didn't watch it, and I won't because I <laughs> don't care about it because everybody else does.
1: Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, you know what? You were supposed to read that story. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm sorry. I, was. I, just, I just stole your story. I My, didn't know how to interject. <laughs> all right. I'll read the next one, and then I'll let you back in the rotation. Sorry. Thanks, man. <laughs> Aaron Wright from Springfield, Missouri says, uh, Hi, my name is Aaron, and I'm... Aaron, and I'm
2: Jack on (laughs) this... Sorry. (laughs) I'm being
1: a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Jack 10 on the Discord server. One day I came home from work, and there was this package that got delivered to my house. I half looked at the label and saw my niece's name, so I didn't think twice about opening it. And I opened the box... And I found some stuffed animal gift card holders, and I thought, hey, that's pretty cool. After looking closer at the items in the box, I saw they were labeled to different people, and none of these were people that I knew. So after realizing my mistake, I looked at the label and realized that where I thought the name of my niece was, it was in the to section, not the from. So Uh I didn't know the person in the return address, so it was obvious that this package was not intended for me. I had other things to do, so I put the box away to deal with it later. Of course, I got busy. I forgot about it. And probably oh. a week later, this lady that lived up the road from me was knocking on my door. I didn't no. know her, but I knew she must be crazy because there were always a ton of kids in her yard playing. And I'm wow. I'm a little hesitant, about, but I answered the door, and she's asking if a package got delivered to my house. And after she told me <laughs> the names that would have been on there. I told her, oh, I do have it, and I will bring it to you. I, I wanted to, pa- to package it back up or wrap it or something since yeah. it was supposed to be Christmas gifts for her and her family. I was a little nervous because oh, as far as I knew, she was some crazy lady with a bajillion kids or something, and since she didn't know me at all either, she said she was going to wait for me to get it for her. She probably thought I was going to keep it or something, and sh- she was ready to assault me yeah. if, I, if, if it was needed. So I invite her to come in oh while boy. I get the box for her and I explain the confusion to her and she said she mm. understood, but I felt so bad for having opened it and not getting it packed back up before she got it. Sometimes I wonder if she's still getting payback on me for opening that package that didn't belong to me because we have now been married for nine years. <laughs> Wait, what? So thanks to this excellent DHL delivery service, I met my best friend, and the love of my life, I think there's probably more to the story than, than this, but I thought this, sto- I thought this story of how I met my wife was funny, and I hope it gets on the show. We both listen, and I'm sure she would love hearing it. You guys are awesome. Keep up the great work. Aaron Wright from Springfield, Missouri. So that, that's, that's a way you can meet your significant other is by having a package it's delivered mail. to the wrong person. Oh, man. That is incredible. I
2: <laughs> wow, Wowie, wow! I'm gonna, <laughs> is that for real or is is that made up? I got it. I,
1: I think it's real. I, that's I mean, like I have no reason like to doubt movie.
2: it. I mean, they make TV shows about about how people meet over confused mail packages, I mean, I, I I would watch that show. I would watch that Christmas story right there. <laughs> I would. I'm gonna. In fact, I expect. I expect Hallmark to make a movie out of this. Yeah,
1: he's in the chat room right now. He says it's absolutely real.
2: Oh, so. my goodness. He also yeah, he told
1: is. me that his wife has a uh, a story to send in, and she won't do it unless I tell her yeah. to. So, um, please send in the story. Thanks. Please.
2: I, I mean, especially if it goes with this, because, I mean, I, w- I was thrown. I That's incredible. Happened in 2000. Well, congratulations on finding your wife by opening her mail. Yeah. I don't recommend that because I think that is actually a felony or an offense of some sort, but Pri-
1: privacy invasion at, <laughs> <minimal>. <laughs> yeah. at minimum minimum. Wow. Okay. All right. That's
2: cool. Well, take us home, John. Okay. I get to read this story about frozen clothes. from PJ PJ writes in. He says, Hey, James, and John, this is Pierce. Also known as the crush killer. All right. Mr. Crush killer. About two years ago at youth camp, I was minding my own business, you know, doing whatever you do in between missions and service and games. And then somebody said, hey, come look in the freezer, which happened to be right down the hall. And I ran down there itching for some new gossip, something fun. And a friend said, look, someone's clothes are in the freezer. At the time, this was hilarious because I thought they were my roommates. But then my friend said, well, that's weird. They're in plastic bags. And then my blood went cold and my eyes widened. Let me explain. In my first year of camp, my mom had consulted another mom, and one of the tips she received was to put each day's clothes in a gallon plastic bag. Uh-oh. Sounds like a great idea, right?
1: Yeah.
2: It sounds like a great idea for an irresponsible middle schooler. It, it is a great idea. In fact, I would practice that with my own kids if I did that, but I didn't. I never did. Well, yes, and until a drooling high schooler finds out about this and, and also finds out there's a sink and a freezer a few steps away. So, here I am realizing this. All of my clean clothes were now frozen. Wow. All of them. Every single one. Did I mention that I was a smelly middle schooler? No need. No need. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you just had, you said you were a middle schooler, so that's enough, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, PJ had to go buy a shirt from the camp merch shop and wear it and the clothes that he had on for two days. My youth pastor did eventually pay to use a dryer, and I finally had some clean clothes. But even though that day was sa- a sad and cold day, it had a very happy ending. <laughs> Love you guys. Keep up the pod train. Keep the pod train rolling. PJ. PJ.
1: PJ man. Man.
2: That's so, a mean thing. So to yeah, do to don't
1: work. wait for his clothes to thaw out and then dry them.
2: Listen, if you're going to be a jerky high schooler, at least leave one pair of clothes for stinky middle schooler, to, you know.
1: I think Good it's golly. awesome. Just freeze it, man. Z- unzip that z- zipper, fill it up with water, throw it in the freezer. <laughs> well, they are freezer bags, man, and there's clothes in them, so I'm going to talk I, I, I did water. that to a friend of mine one time. We were house-sitting for him, oh, and no. uh, me and my wife, and... Uh, right before the day we left i took all his underwear and put it in the freezer
2: <laughs> Wait, did you get it wet first too? no i
1: didn't i didn't no. think about that part i just wanted to, to him not to know where they were and so where's my underwear in the flipping freezer what the heck <laughs> that's oh. terrible well that is our show do you have a funny life story have you ever wished your truck smelled like fart pizza have you ever pizza finished around fished around in your pants for a poop pellet? Have you ever gone swimming under a diving board and was shocked when someone jumped down on you and split your head open? Have you ever used emojis to solve a decade old mystery about what happened in your brother's pants? Have you ever a Bible taught a Bible story about Jesus healing leopards? Have you ever met your wife due to a delivery error? Have you ever had your carefully packaged clothes soaked and frozen for a laugh? Whatever story you have, send your stories, email or audio, to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story today, we owe you a sticker, so email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Thanks to our patrons for your support, with special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kinison, Eric Kubey, Dave O'Keefe, Janu Streisbeck, and Kerry Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcasts podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show and remember when something weird annoying embarrassing or painful happens to you don't get stressed don't get depressed just think "Hey, hey hey even though this story doesn't have poop in it it still belongs on that story show yeah we'll see you guys next week thanks john
2: thanks james
1: i just i i'm gonna play your calming music your calming Vocals tonight, so I can sleep better.
2: Okay.
1: Even though you were talking about farts, it was just so soothing.
2: Well, you
0: know. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.